Welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. A San Diego County Board of Supervisors meeting got rowdier than normal on Tuesday. Racial slurs and death threats were thrown around. UT reporter Paul Sisson was covering it remotely. So, Paul, what exactly went down? It was another one of these monthly COVID-19 updates that the county staff gives to the County Board of Supervisors. Um, and, and these have recently become occasions for anybody in town who is unhappy with the current COVID situation to come in and have their three minutes to state their objections, whatever they may be. Uh, lately, this has been a multi-hour um, saga, and, and it was no different yesterday. They started at something like 1.30 and didn't get finished until about 5 o'clock. Uh, in the course of that meeting, uh, you know, much of the commentary was similar, uh, but there was one gentleman who came out and made some very pointed statements to three of the five board members, essentially saying that he wished that they would all die. Uh, and then directly singling out Dr. Wilma Wooten, the county's public health officer and public health director uh, for a, uh, a racial slur. Um, the newspaper has decided not to repeat that slur. Uh, and so I guess I'm not doing that here, but uh, it, was, it was enough to draw gasps from many people uh, and, um, and really elicit a response from most of the board members uh, on the dais uh, who really uh, called it out for, for being shockingly racist. Um, Nora Vargas uh, was most vociferous of them. She cut right in uh, while the statements were being made and, and, uh, and told this guy that he, he was not allowed to say such things. Um, but the truth is that uh, the First Amendment allows a person to say whatever they want. Uh, the board chair, Nathan Fletcher, made that clear that they, they have these public meetings and uh, it's their right under the First Amendment to, to say what they wish, but he, he called the comments vile. Was this situation worse than what we've been seeing, you know, throughout the pandemic? Absolutely. I think, you know, myself and others who were listening in, I, I think we all felt like it was a new uh, height of vitriol uh, for these meetings that have been occurring. I mean, people have been calling in since last year and saying, you know, you guys keep calling this thing an emergency. It's not really an emergency. COVID is a made up lie. The vaccines don't work. The vaccines are killing people. You know, there have been all kinds of misinformation that have been brought up in these meetings. And, and in fact, uh, a lot of the things that are said at these meetings end up uh, causing the the public health department of the county to come back and do kind of a uh, a debriefing the next day where they try to debunk some of the, the misinformation that was uh, shared on their own live stream uh, video feed from the meeting the day before. So, so uh, yeah, it's definitely a, a new low watermark, I guess you'd say. 
Well, as you said, it is a First Amendment right, but is the county discussing any way to address this problem? I mean, they didn't really come up with any new solutions that I heard at, uh, at last night's meeting. Uh, they seem somewhat resigned to the fact that people would come in uh, and, and continue to say things. You know, they made a plea for people to be more kind in their comments and to not single out individuals, especially individuals who are, who are doing their jobs for the county. Um, generally, the bar that has been set consistently so far by Fletcher and, and others on the board is that uh, if people who are speaking uh, are being interrupted by people in the audience, which, which does happen quite frequently at these meetings. Uh, too many interruptions uh, would generate a situation where they threaten to clear the room and, and kick everybody out into the hallway and then let them come in and make their comments one by one. Uh, but that's about as far as they've gone in terms of their willingness to really clamp down. They, they seem to be quite dedicated to letting people come in and have their say uh regardless of whether or not that say involves uh racism did his comments seem to be supported by others who were there to to speak out against county policies yeah i should be clear that i was watching this over the county's video feed uh and and you could hear over the video feed that uh, when some of these things were said there was definitely cheering or laughter in the audience. So, so it was pretty clear, even if you weren't there in person, uh, that, that many people in the audience seemed uh, to support what he was saying. Is there anything else to know that we haven't covered? I mean, I guess, I guess one part that I would, would note is, you know, at the same meeting, uh, these are kind of administrative meetings uh, where Dr. Wooten comes in and kind of catches the board up uh, on, on where the COVID pandemic has gone since last they spoke a month before. Um, and uh, at, this, at this meeting uh, on Tuesday, uh, she shared the, the good news that 82% uh, of people who were eligible to be vaccinated uh, ha had then been fully vaccinated. I think that's something close to 70% of our overall population. Uh, as you know, the kids uh, until just recently, until just yesterday, kids younger than 12 were not approved to be vaccinated. Uh, so, you know, while you have a lot of people showing up at these county board meetings uh, to really decry all kinds of actions that the government has been taking, and especially vaccine mandates, uh, you know, the statistics show that the majority of the population doesn't appear to feel that way. That, uh, that they are getting vaccinated. Uh, and I was just over at Rady Children's Hospital this morning. Uh, they're the first medical provider here in San Diego to start vaccinating kids age five to 11. Uh, there's something like 320,000 kids in that age range here in San Diego. And uh, you know, I saw a lot of families uh, coming in today, super excited to get vaccinated. And you know, I talked to some eight and nine year olds who, who said, you know, this is basically my chance to end this pandemic. I want to take my mask off. Uh, you know, so while we were hearing in, in these meetings uh, that, the, that the county puts on once a month, uh, that people aren't going to get their kids vaccinated uh, and that they, they take this as a, a, a massive imposition uh, for a threat that isn't real, um, you know, it's important to understand that they are not 
they, they are certainly not the, the full picture and, and, and you don't need to go too far away to, to find an entirely uh, different situation. While I have you here, can you share some details about how people can get their, uh, you know, children over the age of five vaccinated? Right. Uh, you know, this is this is very new. The CDC uh, just approved it uh, yesterday, uh, approved the vaccine under an emergency approval for kids age five to 11. Um, generally, what they're looking for parents to do is to work with their healthcare provider to go ahead and get that vaccination done. So if you are a Kaiser member, uh, Kaiser has told us today that they intend to start vaccinating at 10 of their locations uh, starting on Monday. Uh, Scripps has said they intend to start Monday as well. Uh, Rady, Rady started, uh, as I said, uh, today on Wednesday. So, uh, you know, generally speaking, the, the idea is that you would call or, or go online. Generally, it's actually through your, uh, your electronic patient portal. Maybe you have an app on your phone or, or a website you can visit to, to you know, make appointments or, or check test results and what, what have you. Uh, just go, go through there and you should be able to make an appointment uh, for, for vaccination for, for kids in that age range. And, um, you know, they're generally just going by appointment right now. Uh, this vaccine is a little different uh, from, uh, from those that uh, have been given to adolescents and adults. It's a, it's a smaller dose. It's only about one third uh, the size of the, the dose for adults. Uh, and, and so the supply is a, a little more limited at the moment than it is uh, for adult vaccinations, which as, as you know, have been widely available for quite some time. You can find more news online at sandiegouniontribune.com. I'm Christy Totten. Thanks for listening.